to come and do warfare. We invite you this morning, oh God, to come and do warfare. Lord Jesus, you are stronger than any strong man. Oh, my Kedeba, you have the highest authority. And so, Lord, we give you access, Lord. We declare, oh God, that our hearts, Lord, have paved a way for you to come and do that which you alone can do in our yes, lives, Lord. in our minds, in our soul, in our spirit, in our bodies. King of glory come and have your way come and break down everything that needs to be broken come and build up everything that has been laying waste in our lives lord jesus spirit of the living god we invite you we invite you this morning father yes come and do warfare in our lives in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus, contend with everything that is contrary to your will. Make that prayer. Lord, contend with everything that is contrary to your will. In the name of Jesus, pray that the Lord, pray that the Lord, by his strength, Doctrine, every false standard, every false authority in your life. Pray, pray that God will shake the table. Pray that the Spirit of God will beat over you. Pray that the Spirit of God will for you. Go to war for you. In the name of Jesus, yes lord we invite you you lord jesus you are the word of life you are the sword you are the word the living word the living breathing word the sword of the spirit we invite you to enter into our lives to pierce through our lives as we hear your words this morning lord as we Seek your face this morning. As we seek your face this morning, Lord, as we hear your voice, as we hear your words, as we are led by your spirit, Lord, let there be warfare, ongoing warfare in our hearts and in our souls, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let there be a separation this morning. Soul, oh God, Father, spirit, let there be a separation, oh God, flesh from spirit, let there be a separation, oh God, a separation that can only be done by you, oh God, a separation that can only be done by you, O God. Father, let it begin this morning in our lives. In the name of Jesus, anything that may have withstood, O God, anything that may have stood up until now, Father, 
we declare this morning that enough is enough. We declare, oh God, that you are visiting us, oh God. Father, with your holiness, Lord, you are burning to chaff every form of impurity, oh God, every contrary standard, oh God, that still stands in our lives, Father. You are visiting us this morning, my God, in the name of Jesus, to the glory of your name, the glory of your name, to the glory of your name. You are breaking you are breaking limits. You are breaking limits, Father, in the name of Jesus. Visit us, Lord, with your word. Visit us, Lord, by your grace. Visit us, O God, by your spirit this morning. We trust you to lead us, Holy Spirit. We give ourselves to you. We go on this journey with you, Holy Spirit. We pray that at the end of this call, we would have arrived, Lord, at your truth. We would have arrived at light. We would have arrived, O God, at your will and your intent and your purpose for us this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Good morning, everybody. God bless you all for joining me again this morning. My name is Pastor Stephanie, and I have the privilege of leading us in prayer this morning. It's the season of the breaker. It's the season of the breaker's anointing. Is the season of Jesus himself coming to challenge and to shift and to change things um, that have been on standards that may have been set, you know, doctrines that people may have followed, the things that may have been ruling our minds and ruling our thoughts and ruling our lives up until now that we didn't realize, you know, we were victims to. Jesus has come this morning. He's come this season to change, to shift things, to challenge things, the glory of his name, so that there will be liberation. There will be liberation for each and every one of us. Father, we thank you. We thank you, O God, for what you are doing. We thank you, Father, because at the end of the day, all glory will return to you. We thank you for the testimonies that will come forth and the testimonies that are already coming forth. Ah, Baba, we give you praise. We thank you, Father, because just the fact that we are coming back daily, day by day, moment by moment, Lord, it is testimony enough, Lord, that you are doing a work in us. Father, we are not ungrateful. We are not blind, oh God, to the things that you're doing, and we say thank you. We bless your holy name, oh God. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 I love to pray. And every time I'm praying, I encourage people, I say pray along. You don't have to wait until I say or mute your mics. Pray. If you want to make the prayers, I keep it like just allow the spirit lead you to pray. Stay in prayer. As the spirit says you pray, declare the words, write them down. When you sit in the place of prayer, you are not just speaking empty words. Have your journal open in front of you. Have your Bible open in front of you. Have your ink in it. Write what the spirit of the Lord is saying to you. Write down, journal listen prayer is a place prayer is a place where we come to download where things are revealed to us a prayerful christian is a powerful christian because as you are praying you are creating paths in the spirit you are creating a path it's like a highway is opened up before you and you are seeing there's ascending and descending going things are released things are revealed things are dropping for you you are being you know you are ascending you are you you are being glorified in the place of faith viewed and transformed so don't joke with your prayer time don't joke with your prayer season and you see the bible tells us that man ought to pray and not to faint so the cure for fainting is prayer 
The cure for fatigue is prayer. The cure for tiredness and lethargy is prayer. We must constantly be praying. We must pray at all times. Prayer rain is not a tap that we switch off on the seventh of every month. It's not a tap that we switch off on the 14th of a particular month. It is a rain that continues to pour, but we must ask for rain in the day of the latter rain. If you do not ask for the rain, if you do not place a demand on the rain, you will not be watered. So it's as much as you ask, that is as much as you receive. So we must be thirsty. We must be thirsty for the power of God. We must be thirsty for the presence of God. We must never get tired of praying. We must pray at all times. Pray without ceasing. You wake up in the morning, you pray. As you are going about your day, you are praying. As you are in conversation, you are praying. As you are talking to your friends, you are praying. As you are doing your work, you are praying. As you are going about your business, you are praying. As you are going through that difficult situation, you are praying. The more you do it, the more you keep hearing the voice of God, the more you understand the heart of God per time and per season. Prayer, prayer. The more we pray, the more powerful we become. We must never joke with our prayer times. We must keep the altar of prayer in our lives burning, always burning, always burning. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. We pray, oh God, that you will keep our prayer altars. You will show us how to keep our prayer altars burning, Lord. You will give us a desire to keep the fire burning, Lord. Anything that seeks to come and quench the fire in our hearts and in our lives. Oh, my Lord and my God, you will expose it, Lord. You will expose it, Lord. You will give us the strength, oh God, to counter it. You will give us the wisdom to rise above it, oh God, in the name of Give us the grace and the capacity to resist it, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is no limit. There is no limit to a prayerful person. A man that prays is a limitless man. Nothing can can stop you. The more you pray, the less there are gates around your life. Praise Praise God. Amen. See, if you leave me, I will just keep rapping. But let me see to my notes. This morning, we are looking at, we are continuing the journey of breaking. The breaker has come. That's the, that's the thing for this season. And this morning, we are looking at the breaking of limits. The breaking of limits. What is a limit? A limit is a point or a level beyond which something does not or may not extend or pass. A limit is a restriction on the size or amount of something permissible or possible. Um, limits can also be set or um, things can also be set or they can also serve as a limit to something. So there may be um, time limits or there can also be people that are limits. You know, there may be systems that are limiting. Um, limits are barriers that are set in place to hinder or restrict the natural cause of a thing. And so this morning, we're going to be looking at some scriptural accounts of limitations of people or, you know, places or systems, and we're going to be praying. So very quickly, um, I want us to open our Bibles to um, the book of Second Corinthians 3. Um, from verse 11, we're going to read, I hope we have our Bible, Second Corinthians chapter 3. Thank you, Jesus. So um, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. 
Second Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 11. For if that law which fades away came with glory, how much more must that gospel which remains and is permanent abide in glory and splendor? Since we have such a glorious hope and confident expectation, we speak with great courage and we are not like Moses who used to put a veil over his face so that the Israelites would not gaze at the end of the day which was fading away. But in fact, verse 14, their minds were hardened for they had lost the ability to understand um, for until this very day at the reading of the old covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because it is removed only in Christ. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil of blindness lies over their hearts. But whenever wow. a person turns in repentance and faith to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage, true freedom. And we all with unveiled face continually seeing as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree, degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. It is bless the reading of his word. Mm -hmm. This scripture shows us how, amongst other things, it shows us how religion in itself is a veil because it is talking about the law. You know, and he's talking about um, the Israelites and how they couldn't see beyond the veil. They couldn't see because they lacked understanding. They were unable to see that which was right in front of them because of their inability to understand um, um, the dealings of God. They were unable to interpret what the Lord was saying to them or what the Lord wanted them to see and to come into in that time, because something stood in the way they were not, it was something they were not used to, you know, they were used to serving a master in a certain way. They were used to interacting with a master in a certain way. So everything that God was trying to explain to them, everything that God caused them to come into, they were unable to, you know, fully grasp it or fully come into it because there was just this veil that was in the way. There was a method that they were used to, you know, in doing things and that became a problem for them. And so we see how um, um, religion tends to stand in the way you know so when we're talking about breaking of limits the first thing the first thing that um especially for us christians you know we we ought to be very careful and we ought to be very mindful and that is why we must follow after the spirit circumspectly per time and per season and the bible makes it clear here it says and we all with unveiled face continually seen as in a mirror the glory of the lord are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory which comes from the lord who is the spirit so it is the spirit, the dimension of God as spirit that leads us and helps us go beyond the veil. Because you see, religion in itself is, is, um, is a limitation and you cannot have a limitation in front of you when you are following a limitless unending being because God himself is a limitless unending being, you know, but religion is a limited attempt to encounter or explain or even experience an infinite God. I want us to pray this morning that the Lord will break 
and shift and tear off or even burn off every veil of religion that may exist in our lives because religion goes very deep religion culture those things go very deep there are certain things that are ingrained in us that we do not even realize you know that we are upholding up until today i want you to pray that if there be any remnant of religion that still lingers in your life and stays as a veil or stands as a hindrance with your understanding or grasping that god is revealing to you or god is delivering to you in this time pray that the lord will tear it apart pray that the lord will separate it from you pray that the lord will take it away lift up your voices and pray this morning Jesus, in Jesus' name, Amen. So, in that with that same scripture, in verse fourteen, the Bible says. But in fact, their minds were hardened, for they had lost the ability to understand. For until this day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because it is removed only in Christ. I want us to back up a little bit. There's a part of this scripture that talks about repentance and faith. That talks about repentance and faith. Um, let me take it from verse 12. Since we have such a glorious hope and confident expectation, we seek great courage. And we are not like Moses, who used to put a veil over his face so that the Israelites would not gaze at the end of the glory, which was fading away. But in fact, their minds were hardened, for they had lost the ability to understand. For until this very day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because it is removed only in Christ. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil of blindness lies over their hearts. But whenever a person turns this is verse 16 but whenever a person turns in repentance and faith to the lord the veil is taken away so it's two things the bible speaks of here that takes the veil away that breaks that that's pretty much partners with the holy spirit to break the hold or the limitations of religion number one is repentance 
Number two is faith. What is repentance? Repentance is a change of course. It is a change of actions. It is a change of direction. And it's a transformation of mind and character. When Jesus came, what was the gospel he was preaching? When John the Baptist came, what was the gospel he was preaching? They were saying, change your mind. Repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, because there is a kingdom that is at hand. It is not a kingdom of, of, of religiosity. It's a kingdom of relationship. It's a kingdom for those who know their God. It's a kingdom for those that will do exploits by reason of their knowledge and understanding of their God. So you see, repentance is what helps you break off that hold of religiosity. How do you repent? By constantly surrendering your path and surrendering your ways to God. You see, repentance is not just remorse. There was a prayer reign of um, I believe it was last year when we talked about repentance and God was taking me on a personal journey and teaching me about repentance. And I remember in that season, there were so many lessons that God wanted me to learn. And, you know, first instinct, when you are corrected or when you're chastised, you know, we want to cry. We want to hold a pity party. But for some reason, the Lord withheld my tears. My tear ducts were very dry. I couldn't cry. I tried and tried and tried to cry. No matter how bad I felt about certain things, the tears were not just flowing. And the Lord said, I don't want you to reduce the lessons I'm teaching you to remorse because remorse will put you in a state of condemnation, but it does not give you the ability to change. But with repentance, you are being changed. Repentance is strategy so that the things you did yesterday, you will not repeat them to tomorrow so that you don't keep going around the vicious circle doing the same thing over and over again repeating the same patterns over and over again keeping yourself in a loop when the lord wants you to be delivered repentance repentance i want you to pray this morning and ask that the lord will show you the meaning of true repentance because true repentance as i said is not just remorse it is beyond remorse it is beyond regret but repentance is coming into an understanding of what you should be doing per time per season changing your mind changing your actions changing your decisions changing the cause of your life changing direction and transforming your mind and your character and your being you see the scripture we read it ended up with a transformation when the faces are unveiled then you begin to see in the mirror the glory of god and progressively you are transformed it is repentance that allows that progress of transformation to happen in your life pray this morning and say father help me oh god to be a man or a woman of repentance Lord. Father, show me how to repent at every point in life, Lord, where I may have erred, where I may have sinned, where I may have lost my path, oh God. Father, let me not reduce, Lord, the repentance, Lord, to just remorse or regret. Show me, Father, how to face regret and be repentant, oh God. If there be anything in my life, oh God, that has not changed, Lord, and is standing in the way, oh God, Father, show me, oh God, how to how to repent, oh God. Because I cannot do it by I can only do it by your spirit. Oh, Father, help me for yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to help me. Teach you how to walk in repentance. Teach you how to walk in repentance. Teach 
for the things that we need to repent from this day. Show us over the things that are changed. Teach us over the things that are changed. Show us Lord how to do that. Show us how to do that. The ways that I need to repent from the ideas I need to repent from the name of Jesus. Show us how to repent from the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. When I was a child, I thought like a child. But now that I am grown, I have thought like a child. Repentance is putting away childish things. You are a child, you think like a child. But when you grow, you put away childish things. You have to put away childish things because you are no longer at that stage anymore. The Lord is causing us to grow. The Lord is causing us to shift. The Lord is causing us to ascend in this season. The things we did yesterday, the things we did last week, the things we did in the past season, we have to put them away. But when you put away the old thing, how do you know the new thing to take on except the spirit of the Lord leads you? Pray this morning that the spirit of the Lord will show you how to make the decisions that your destiny demands in this season. Pray that the spirit of God will lead you. He will be your anchor. You see, you can be, you can try to do it by yourself. You can try to transform yourself by all the doctrines and the teachings and the motivational talks and the, you know, things that only touch your senses but do not minister to your spirit all you are doing is routine you yourself will get tired of it you will wake up one morning and it will seem like these things don't make sense you will it will feel redundant it will feel like what am i doing you won't even believe it anymore but when it is the spirit that is leading you he will lead you in the path of righteousness he will lead you beside still waters he will lead you beside the green pastures places and seasons of refreshing places that you have never navigated that is what keeps the journey of the believer exciting when you are led by the spirit so that is why we have to ask this morning spirit of the living god show me how to make the decisions that are required for my destiny in this season not the things that i did yesterday not the things that i did two days ago not the things that i did in the last season that made sense not the things that were successful last year but lord the things that are required for today the decisions i need to take today the decisions that my destiny demands of me oh god for you are always speaking. 
what you have said to the whole house beyond your corporate lifting, oh God, you want to hear what you are saying Jesus name Jesus name Jesus that's a very powerful prayer and you see when we leave this prayer call I want us to keep making that prayer I believe it's a prayer we must make every day Father show me the decisions Lord that are required for my destiny in this time and in this season it is a daily prayer you must make because you see if you are following and you are walking inside the spirit the spirit of God is like the wind he moves very fast you don't know where he will blow you don't know where he will go you don't know where he will leave you but you can trust him speed of the spirit you must constantly know what decisions you must make you must constantly know how to follow him you must constantly be led by him if not you can get you can get um, um caught up in your own thoughts you can get caught up in your own decisions and you may miss your way father none of us will miss our way in this time in the name of jesus father we will redeem time oh god our actions and decisions lord will redeem time father in the name of jesus everything that we do oh god will partner with the redemption of time in this season father in the name of jesus no waste shall come forth from our lives oh god in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name we pray still on verse 16 verse 16 says but whenever a person turns in repentance and faith remember i'm reading from the amplified so it really breaks it down but whenever a person turns in repentance and faith faith very interesting we're talking about breaking limits faith the bible tells us is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen the bible tells us that without faith it is impossible to please god so to break limits means being a pace setter it means being a forerunner and it means being a touch bearer it means that you are the first person to do something something that has never been seen or heard or experienced people think it's crazy they think what's this person thinking it has never been done before if we have never seen it it has never been experienced in fact people will tell you it is not possible but the bible tells us that by faith 
we can do all things. And the Bible also tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God without faith. I want you to pray that the Lord will baptize you with the gift of faith this morning. The Lord will baptize you with the gift of faith, with the spirit of faith. Ah, that you will become a man or you will become a woman of faith. The faith that is a product of the breaker's anointing that causes me to see and see what the substances that have been placed in my life. Oh, Jesus, Father, baptize me with the spirit of faith this morning, Baba. Let my life not remain the same. Let me not be one that wastes the substances that you give me because faith is substance. Faith is not empty. Faith is not just empty words of God but speaking of feelings. Father, faith is substance. Father, you have given me substance. Your, your word tells me that you have given me all these things Let me not be a waster of so that this spirit will be activated in my life. in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, declaration I put down, I want you to speak to any and every situation and declare that there is a deliverance. There is a deliverance over your life this morning. Even though man may have written you off, even though you may have written yourself off before, but by reason of the breaker's anointing, declare that you have received the faith that will turn things around in your life in the name of Jesus. Make that prayer. Make that prayer that this morning, Lord, I have received the faith that will cause things to turn around in my life, regardless of the reports of men, regardless of the reports that I may have even written, Lord. Anything that is contrary to the reports of heaven concerning my life, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare a deliverance this morning. A deliverance this morning. In the name of Jesus, listen, we are doing warfare this morning. We have invited God to lead us on this warfare. You must be ready to do this for faithful. Put your mouth in the speaker name of Jesus. Your life is just because this one life you have is discount. It discount. It never my deliverance, oh God. Listen of the boxes of Things are turning around for me in this season. Of God, 
who are you that a thing will turn around for you that something will stop its cause of action and decide to go in a different direction because of you what is it about you the bible tells us in isaiah 54 verse 1 shout for joy O barren woman who bears no children break forth into song and cry aloud you who have ever traveled because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband says the lord what did the lord say to her what was the predicament she was barren the bible actually says you barren woman so the bible does not um turn a blind eye to the realities of our humanity no but it the by the word of god shows us a more supreme and a more um a, a more sure way to you know address the issues of our lives so here we see the predicament of a barren woman but what did god say to her god said to her sing for joy oh barren woman what did the Lord say to her? He said, break forth into song and cry aloud. Why? For you, you who has never tra uh, um, traveled, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. So the predicament was her barrenness, but what was the substance that God gave her? Her voice. The Lord said, shout. He said, break forth into song and cry. So if you are trying to add it up, as one plus one, it does not make sense. Somebody is saying they are barren. The Lord is saying, it is your voice that is the substance I have given you. The Lord is saying that the substance of faith that I have given you is the song, is the cry, is the voice that I have placed within you. So you see, substance sometimes may appear senseless. When the Lord is talking about substance, because we are still talking about faith as it relates to repentance and how faith and repentance are, um, are like a twofold cord that the Spirit of God uses is to break the veil the limits of religiosity so many times you see the substance may not make sense and we are expecting it to make sense because that's the thing about religion it is a way that we are used to it is a box that we have created you know it is a comfort zone that we have come into so therefore we believe in our hearts that god must respond to us according to what we are used to you know but here we see that the substance and the predicaments did not match someone who needs a child a barren woman is seen clearly in need of child in need of seed but the lord is saying cry out sing shout for joy as i said the substance sometimes appears senseless but it is the sovereignty of god that permits <clears throat> the thing to be converted from from a substance you know into the promise of god i want you to pray for yourself this morning and you see, this is how God surprises us, surprises us when we obey him, when we obey him with the substance that he has given us. That is when we look and we say, oh, the Lord has done it. The Lord has turned my captivity. It's like it's a surprise. We never expected it. That is what makes him God. I want you to pray for yourself this morning and say, Father, surprise me in this season, Lord. I choose to obey you. Father, as I obey you, as I go about the things you are asking me to do, even though it may appear foolish to the eyes, even though it may appear foolish to men, oh God, Father, I choose obedience, Lord, and I sign myself up for the surprises that you have in store for me this season. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I want you to visit me this season. Don't be afraid to ask the Lord to bless you. Don't be afraid to ask the Lord to surprise you. Don't be afraid to ask the Lord to add anything. Don't be afraid. But you see, there's a demand. It comes with a demand. A demand for obedience. Lord Jesus, I sign myself up for God as a true obedience. Father, by your spirit, 
in Jesus name in Jesus name we pray indeed eyes have not seen ears have not heard what do you think that is talking about when the eyes finally see, the eyes will be surprised. The ears will be surprised. The hearts will be surprised. Why? Because they have never seen or heard or experienced it before. And that is what the Lord has in store for us, that walk in obedience. Father, we sign ourselves up for the surprises that you have for us in this season. In the mighty name of Jesus, we will receive it. We will speak of it. We will testify of it, oh God. The things that have been impossible, Lord, for our lineage, the things that have been impossible for our generation, the things that have been impossible, oh God, even for our age bracket, oh God. Father, the things that have seemed like it can never be, oh God. Lord Jesus, you are rewriting it, oh God. You have rewritten it and we are walking, Lord, in the promise, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, because we are receiving, Lord, the harvest. We are receiving the bounty. We are receiving the harvest of obedience, oh God. The surprises that you have in store for us in this season, Lord, we will unwrap it. We will unpack it we will receive it we will eat of the fruit oh god of your blessings in the mighty name of jesus blessings we have never seen blessings we have never heard blessings we have never even that has never come into our hearts oh god father that we have never thought of or imagined oh god is our portion in this season for indeed it is a new day it is the day oh god that the breaker breaks new grounds breaks new territories lord yes lord we welcome the new we receive it with gladness in the mighty name of jesus in amen. jesus name in amen. jesus name we pray amen amen amen, amen. 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 next we're going to be looking at um you know when we are talking about breaking limits, we've looked at the limits of religion, but there's also limits that we place on ourselves based on, it could be our upbringing, it could be our experiences, you know, we just place these limits on ourselves. We see in the Bible when um, the angel appeared to Mary and told Mary that she was, you know, delivered the good news to her pretty much. And what was her response? She said, how can, how shall these things be? You know, even when um, um, the angel appeared to Sarah and Abraham, the messengers appeared to them and told them that they were going to have, you know, have a child at old age. They couldn't believe it. In fact, Sarah was wondering, how will it be possible, me, would I even still have pleasure in the act of bringing forth child? Because she was old. Based on the 
based on her humanity, based on, you know, what her life was at that time, it seemed, in fact, it's not that it seemed, it was impossible. You know, it was impossible for her to have a child. Gideon said, how will I save Israel? He said, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. So not only is my clan weak, me, I'm now the least. It's like I'm at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the food chain. It is not possible by any way. It's not possible. Even if they wanted to pick anybody in this family, Lord, it will not be me for every reason. I am the least. You know, Mary said, it's a, I'm a virgin. How? How can you? You're not even just saying that I'm going to have a child. You're saying I'm going to give birth to the chosen, to the Christ, the Messiah. How is it possible? But what was the response? God answered, God answered Gideon and said to him, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites together. What did the, the angel say to Mary? He said, the spirit of the Lord will come over you. What did the Lord say to Abraham and, and to Sarah? He said to them, by this time next year, you will have a child. I want us to pray that the presence of God will fill our lives. You see, because it is his presence that breaks the protocols of our limitations, the protocol of our humanity, the protocol of our mortality. It is the presence of God that breaks that protocol. Pray this morning that the presence of God will break the limits and the protocol of anything that stands in his way for his will to be done. Because the Lord has a promise, because the Lord has a will, and the Lord has a purpose for your life. But there may be things that may be standing in the way by reason of our mortality, of our humanity, of our experiences, by reason of who we are or who we are not. We may just seem like the least qualified, but by the presence of God, the Lord said, I will be with you and you shall strike down. You will break down. Father, let your presence be with me. I don't just want the anointing upon my life. I want your presence because when I have your presence, I have all that I need. It is your presence that enables me to strike down. It is your presence that enables me to break down protocols. Jesus, let your presence go with me. Let your presence go before me. Let your presence move in me. And time and per season, I don't ever want to be separated from you, my God. even in my Thank you. 
I remember the words of the psalmist. He said, cast me not away from your presence, O Lord, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. How do you think David was able to do the things that he did? How do you think David became such a great and mighty man? He knew what the secret source was. It was the presence of God. It was the leading of the Holy Spirit. Make that prayer this morning. Repeat the words of David over your life and say, Father, cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. in Jesus' name. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We have so much to cover, but I believe this message will be broken into two and we'll continue tomorrow. Um, but before we go, very interestingly, still speaking about the, the protocol of his presence and the protocol of the divine, because you see, God does not come alone. He's a king. See, when dignitaries, let's even start with presidents, in our nation, they will say president is coming. The whole of the bridge will be closed for hours because the president does not show up alone. He comes with his strong men. He comes with his guards. He comes with his protocol. Actually, that's what it's called. They come with their protocol. They come with their officers, even ministers, when they are going for meetings, if they don't have a protocol coming with them, a protocol is assigned to them. What do you think these angels do? This The angel army, what do you think they 
what do you think their role is? They are ministering spirits sent to heirs of salvation. They are sent to us. So when the presence of God comes, it may seem like, oh, I'm just one man. The presence of God, not only does his presence come to meet with you, the protocols of his presence calls for the angelic to also not just visit you as a person, but visit every area of your life. You begin to see your family life is booming. Your business life is prospering. Your ministry is prospering. Everything about you is blossoming. People will look and see and they will say, ah, the presence of God is with this person. They will look at the man that they saw yesterday and they'll say, how is it possible? This person I saw yesterday, ah, what happened? This person is no longer the same. Yes, the presence of God has come and the presence of God does not come alone. He comes with the angels. He comes with the divine. We see this happening in the life of... I'm sorry, please mute your mic. Thank you. We see this in the life of in the life of Jacob in um, Genesis chapter 30 um, from verse 32. I'll just read very quickly and we'll pray and we'll close for today. Um, from verse 32, I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and the spotted and speckled among the goats and of such shall be my hire. So shall my righteousness answer for me in the time to come, when it shall come for my hire before thy face. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I, I, I would it might be according to thy word. And he removed that day, verse 35, um, the he goats that were ringed straight and spotted and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted and everyone that had some white in it and all the brown among the sheep and gave them into the hand of his sons. And he set three days journey betwixt himself and Jacob and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flocks. And Jacob took and Jacob took him rods of green popular mm. and the, of the hazel and chestnut tree and killed white streaks in them and made the white appear which was in the road who do you think was telling jacob these things to do who do you think was informing him who do you think was inspiring him or showing him the way to go or showing him the method or showing him you know the means of creating this new technology and he set the rods which he had peeled before the flocks in the gutters in the watering troughs when the flocks came to drink and they and they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle ring straight, speckled and spotted. And Jacob did separate the lambs and set the faces of the flocks toward the ring straight and all the brown in the flock of Laban. And he put his own flocks by themselves and put them not onto Laban's cattle. And it came to pass whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters that they might conceive among the rods. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feebler were Laban's and the stronger Jacob's. And the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and made servants and men servants and camels and asses. One of the things we have prayed for in this time is intelligence for multiplication. And you see, this comes from the presence of God being with a man and resting with a man. It is by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that you can understand how to multiply 
according to the standards or would I say the mathematics of heaven? So the reason why I read all of this is so that we see that it's not magic. It's not something that appears out of nowhere. No, God shows you a method because our God is very meticulous. He pays attention to details. So if the Lord wants to show you a thing or he wants to give you a template, he's going to show you the how because he's a builder, he's a master planner and he's an architect. So he doesn't just bring things into your, your you know, into your into your knowledge without explaining the method to it. He would explain the method to it so that you can understand it and you can recreate it because he has given you a mind like his own. He's He wants you to be able to think and understand like him so that you can create and set systems in place that can recreate and reproduce themselves and immortalize the ideas that he has given you. I want you to pray this morning that the Lord by his spirit will show you the methods the methods of breaking protocols, the methods of breaking, um, in fact, this particular one, it seemed like a disruption. The Lord by the Spirit will show you how to disrupt in the industry that you find yourself in. He will cause the disruptor's anointing to rest upon you because you see, our God is limitless. You cannot, you cannot outwit God. There is so much of God. Even mm. when we get to eternity, we will continue to unravel. God is eager to release and reveal it to us now that we are on this side of eternity. Pray for the disruptors, the disruptors anointing to rest upon you, that the Lord will show you through the engineering of the spirit and through the methods of heaven, how to create things that have never existed, how to create methods, systems, and standards that have never existed he will show you he will make sense of it to you he will show you the methods he will show you what to add he will show you what to subtract he will show you the practicality of the protocols that he's he's leading you to in this season in the mighty name of jesus he will cause you to arise in understanding oh father cause me to arise in understanding oh god show me father how to be a disruptor how to break the limits of god of the industry you have placed me in. Father, in the creative industry, in the fashion industry, my God, I pray for the disruptors at Monsing, oh God. Father, in the places, Lord, where men have never seen chance and wonders, Lord. Father, by your spirit, show me, oh God, how to subtract, how to create, oh God, things that eyes have never seen. In the name of Jesus, just the way you did for Jacob, and you called him to be distinguished, you showed him a method that brought for multiplication. Right. 
We started this prayer call asking you, oh God, to come and do warfare in our lives, Lord. And Father, you heard us, Lord. You have kept us and you have sustained us. Father, we even feel stronger, oh God, than we, than we felt when we got on this call this morning. Thank you, Father, because this energy and this strength you have given us, Lord, will not go to waste. Thank you, our Lord and our God, because you have shown us, oh God, the methods and the protocols, oh God, Father, for breaking limits this morning. Thank you, Father, for explaining to us, Lord, the importance of repentance. Thank you, Father, for baptizing us, Lord, with the spirit of faith. Thank you, Father, for placing upon us the gift of faith. Thank you, Father, for showing us the importance of your presence, oh God, that causes us to strike down strong men, that causes us to break limits. And thank you, Father, for placing upon us the anointing to disrupt, oh God, in our industry and in our world. We give you praise. We thank you, Father, because you are showing us in practical ways, Lord, how to translate this revelation, this power that we have received in prayer, how to translate it into everyday principles of life. We thank you, oh God. We give you praise, oh God. We thank you because we are leaving this place, Lord, and we are going into a sec- the secret place with you. We are going to be writing down instructions, Lord. As we prayed and we said, Lord, show us the decisions that we need to make, oh God, that our destinies demand in this time and in this season. Lord, you are filling our pens, oh God, with instructions. We are writing them down, Lord. We are not writing it down on paper, Lord, but we are writing it, Lord, upon our hearts. You are engraving it upon our hearts never to be never to be forgotten oh god in the mighty name of jesus we thank you oh god for every prayer that has been made this morning for every prayer that has been raised this morning we seal it in the blood of jesus baba nothing will steal nothing will kill nothing will destroy that which you have done for us this morning in the name of jesus thank you father because we are emerging out of this place victorious oh god we are emerging as overcomers oh god thank you father because you have given us the victory in jesus precious name we pray we thank you for the testimonies that will come forth after this prayer call lord indeed we will steward lord every substance that you have given us even though it may not make sense to us oh god father even though it may not add up even though it may not be familiar to what we used to know oh god father we will not be wasteful but we will be faithful stewards of every substance that you have placed within our, our lives oh god and our hearts in this time in the mighty name of jesus Amen. We give you all the glory, O oh God. We thank bless you, your holy Jesus. name and we say thank you. For in thank Jesus' you. precious name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen and amen.